Well, tonight on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, we got to talk about your vice president, your vice president, Kamala Harris. Now, Kamala has been one of the only Democrats in recent times that I actually have respect for because Sister Kamala here, she always told black people what it was from the beginning. She didn't really bite her tongue. She didn't promise anything. She was really upfront on what she thought about doing something specifically for black people. And if you haven't been reminding of that little short clip, let's go ahead and play that. If we focus on the specific issues that have resulted in the greatest disparities, and we understand that that's part of why we're doing it. Listen, the, the reality also is this. Any policy that will benefit black people will benefit all of society. Let's be clear about that. Let's really be clear about that. So I'm not going to sit here and say, I'm going to do something that's only going to benefit black people. No. So yes, that's the famous clip that everybody talked about when she initially did that interview with the Grio uh, some years ago. And she was the right person for Joe Biden to select because he didn't want to do nothing for black people either. Okay. So they're actually two peas in a pod. Well, we have, you know, read the Democrats, you know, handbook. We know that black Americans are not, are not, are not a priority. Uh, for the Democrat party, the Democrats only want to use black people for votes and anyone that wants to wake black people up, they have a problem with you. You have MSNBC every five minutes want to attack anyone that tries to let black people know that, Hey, the Democrats is not doing nothing for black people. This is their agenda. The MSNBC now Joy Reid and the rest of them. Now, since black people are waking up to the agenda that's clearly on their website, that's pushing everything for, you know, uh, immigration and nothing for, you know, black Americans. They starting it all over again, talking about people of bots or, or xenophobic. That's all these people do is call names, but they never, never address the issue or never address the problem or anything, any merit of what we're saying as black Americans, we have a right, a God given right to say what we need for our community. We have a right as citizens of the United States of America to say where your tax dollars are going and who it's being appropriated to. We said over and over and over again, the Democrats and those who follow them do not believe in democracy. If they believed in democracy, they will be listening to the citizens of this country, right? We live, we truly lived in a democracy. We'd be listening to the citizens and the citizens are saying that, Hey, you need to be focusing on what the citizen needs not everybody else. So I don't even want to hear that crap about save democracy. What democracy? Because you believe in authoritarianism to me. You acting no different than Kim Jong-un over there in North Korea. He don't listen to his people. He do what he want to do. They play this game with people in society. Like you actually have a voice, but in the end of the day, they believe in authoritarianism. They want to do what they want to do. Now outside of Kamala saying the truth to us, there was a photo that was posted the other day on, on her uh, X page. And we want to look at this and really well, we have talked about the terms minority and we talked about the terms people of color. We have said time and time again that those terms are dangerous for black America. Why? Because those catch all terms does not mean us. Any person you hear saying people of color, especially if they're black, if they're using the term people of color, 
then you know right there they're compromised. These people in the Democrat Party afraid to say black, black American, afraid. Afraid to actually call us up because see if they if they sit up here and label us and they have to deal with us, you understand? But the catch all term was to confuse you and us to think that they mean us when they say minority, when they mean us when they say people of color, but really they don't. So let's look at this picture real quick. This you know, this picture's worth a thousand words actually. Now this is on a uh, Kamala's X page. He said too many minority owned small businesses have been left out of getting federal contracts. President Joe Biden and I have committed to increasing federal contracting by 50% for minority and underserved businesses. And we are on track to do that. Now you see the, you know, the, the screenshot she has a uh, uh, representative Ted Lou back there. You see Hispanic people. You see old Doug back there. You see some Asian people that's been put in the photo. Now this, this is at a Hispanic business and these Asian people don't work there, but they purposely are in this photo. And what group of people you do not see in this photo, you know, and, and Kamala don't count because, cause you know, she's East, she's East Indian today. So, what group of people who, who, who's not in that photo that you see? I don't, I don't think it'd be too hard to figure out. Obviously black Americans. This photo is actually perfect. This photo is perfect because this is what they mean when they say minority. They don't mean you. They don't mean me. This is why we have to look at the term minority as a foul word, as a curse word. We have to look at the term people of color as a foul word, and a curse word. And the interesting part about this photo, a lot of people in this photo will go vote Republican. That's the interesting part. They will not vote Democrat like that, especially in the Hispanic community. They're going to be voting Republican for sure. Okay. So the Biden administration, what their goal is, they say that our goal is to paper up all these other groups outside of black people. Our goal is to make sure, let them know that, Hey, you vote for us. We're going to give you the world. Black people. We're not going to do nothing for them. We don't have to do anything for them. All we're going to do is shame them. We're going to, you know, beat them down. We're going to try to scare them with Trump. And that's really what works. And we're going to continue doing this thing and getting here another four years. But, um, there are some issues going on down the line but let's, let's stick to black people first. Now with us at this point, the Biden administration has been so disrespectful with the black community. I don't see how any rational person, I say rational. I'm not talking about, you know, your Democrat shields and I'm not and when I say shields, they have people who's like Boulay Martin and them, but also you got people who are Democrat zealots and they, will go down with the ship. They don't care. They'll sell us out. You better be understanding that. Like, listen, we have a, a certain portion of black people that's going to sell us out. Y'all have to understand that there's a certain, you have to remember, even during slavery, we had a certain amount of black people that did not want to escape the plantation. Even after slavery, we had a certain amount of black people that did not want to leave. Even though they say, okay, the emancipation proclamation, you no more slaves. They had slave masters. They had to force them off the land. 
they were telling their master, we don't want to go nowhere. We want to stay with you. We want to be, we want to stay working for you. And they had to kick them off the land. You understand? We have those same black people today. The, the, the descendants of those people, those slaves, because not every slave was courageous. We have descendants of those slaves who were straight cowards, did not want to be free, did not want to do nothing for themselves. Nothing. People, people that come from those same descendants will tell you it's wrong to want for us to do for ourselves. That's, that's cowardice to me. When you're trying to tell somebody, oh, those do for self people. Well, well, who, well who's supposed to do for us then? Who? That's what I want to know. We want our fair share that we pay for out of the government, but at the end of the day, even if we get our fair share, we still have to do for ourselves in our own communities. We still have to build for ourselves, just like our ancestors did. But we have cowards in our community. So the people that's afraid to take a step of faith, people who are afraid to stand up for themselves, people that are afraid to say, not me. I'm not going to sit up here and assist you burying my children economically and socially with my vote. I'm not doing it. You know what I'm saying? So what we're looking at today as black people, I said before, we are at a crossroads. If you sit there and go put this administration back in office, I don't, I really don't want to hear it because at that point, then I will tell black people, Hey, look, just look out for yourself at that point. Don't worry about no community. Look out for you and your own because obviously the community don't care if they go out and put this administration back in office. You know what I'm saying? Because one thing I, I, I believe in, I believe there's a great group of black people in our community and we need to find those people, separate them people out. And if the rest want to crash and burn, let them go. Cause you know what? In history, God has started new communities, new people with a remnant. You don't need some, some people you got to let them go. I'm a firm believer that some people got to be let go and take the people that's worth that. That's, that's going to do right and build with those group of people. Because see, the reason why we in a position that we in today is because we have people that did not focus on trying to get anything at all. They wanted to partner with all these different groups of people. But then when look and think about it, when it's time to get resources, these other groups are not even saying, Hey, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Where's my, my, the black, uh, my black friends at where they at? Why, why can't they come to this table? Why aren't they getting some of these resources? You understand? None of these other groups look out for black people. These other groups are actually trying to harm black people. Look at the, look at what happened with, with, with the, uh, 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 college admissions. There were people within the Asian community trying to harm the black community because they assume that we were getting in colleges on affirmative action. Like we're not smart. And it backfired on them because all they did was now all the white students who really didn't even pay all the money they paying and don't even qualify. Now all the white legacy students gonna get ahead of them. And technically they can put all the legacies ahead of them. The whole college can be legacy students. And you know what? I hope white people do it. White people, you put every legacy white person in there. You can, I'm supportive of you. And I don't want to hear no talk about no racism because you know what? It's not about race. It's about merit and legacy. Now, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying, 
and they can spend all the money they want. That's crazy. All the money they want to spend trying to get into a college. That doesn't make sense when they got so many colleges in America that that's, that's good or whatever, right? But anyway, so you see what these other groups, you know, collectively, when they get in position, they're they not trying to assist a black man and woman. That's why we cannot be focusing on minority, people of color, and we cannot be fighting other people's battles. No matter what they say, no matter how they try to shame you, no matter if they try to get mad at you for, for being quiet, for just worrying about ourselves, we got to take our energy to focus on self, to focus on our community for a change, to focus on our children. We got to focus on us. Because as you see, nobody is focusing on us. Nobody. The Democrats aren't doing it. They're focusing on others. Right? We have no friends. Dr. John Henry Clark told us a long time ago, now you're seeing his words come to pass. We have no friends. He told us. And now a lot of you are finally seeing it. Then on top of that, the silly part about the Biden-Harris administration, they're trying to invest in all these other groups of people, but then now they got a Muslim problem. The Muslims say they're not voting for them. They're sitting it out. Mr. Biden, that on behalf of the Michigan Muslim community, we will not be voting for you either in the primary or in the general election. Now, I read they're they not voting for Trump. That's what they say. But they said they're going to sit it out because of everything Biden done overseas. So, so not only that the, the Muslim community say they are on cold with it. They say they are sitting it out. A lot of black folks say they sitting it out. He can't have too many people sitting it out or, or Trump going to be in office. That's where it's going to happen. But you know what? It is what it is. And if anybody tried to shame you about sitting it out or even voting for the other side, that's what you choose to do. You go tell them, go tell the Muslim community what you just told me. Don't you come over here telling me anything. We need to get very, very offended when anybody try to have any commentary on us wanting to sit it out. If we want to vote the other side, whatever we choose to do, third party, we should get angry because I don't hear no shaming tactics on the Muslim community ever since they have announced the ab abandoned Biden campaign. They have said they will sit it out. You hear me? Where is the con condemnation for them talking about voter suppression for them saying they going to sit it out? Why aren't they making MSNBC articles talking about the Muslims are trying to voter suppress other Muslims by telling them to sit it out. They only use that mess to black folk because they get you stirred up and scared all of a sudden and shaming you, but the other groups can do it. Let me tell you something. If the Muslim Americans could say uh, a campaign, say abandon Biden, then black folks could say, sit it out 2024. Black folks can say that. They said they want to, they want to abandon Biden for their reasons. We want to sit it out for ours. And if we're not going to sit it out. We'll vote for Trump one to two. You know me, I told y'all you can do whatever long as you don't vote for him. He has been horrible for the black community. He is sitting up there trying to put hostile uh, foreign nationals in cities of black people trying to, get tensions going, putting actually those people 
those foreign nationals in a situation for their own political means to try to hurt and harm us. Then these same people on MSNBC want to run around here saying when black folks are talking about what's happening in their community, that now they're saying black folks are using replacement theory. Really? Last time I checked, there was no black American in this country marching down with tiki torches talking about you not replace us. It was no black American person did that crap. There was white supremacists MSNBC. How dare you try to lower us down to some filthy white supremacist talking about replacement theory. No, we talking about what's really happening. They're not taking no, no uh, uh, foreign nationals that's just come to this country and dumping them in their communities. You're trying to do it to black people. And then you don't want black people to say nothing about it. No, 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 no. See, y'all used to doing that and black people staying quiet. Y'all did it during the Vietnam war. Y'all dumped Vietnamese and all these other people in the black community. Black people didn't say nothing. When Chinese was coming over before that, you were dumping them in the black community. Black people wasn't saying anything. Every, every group that comes here, you dump them in the black community. Black people don't say nothing. Now black people saying, okay, man, it's somebody else's turn. You need to go dump the, put these people in the white communities, the white areas, all these white liberals you have out here, go put them over there, go to their schools. Hey, since y'all so loving y'all believe in sanctuary, go put them over there. Don't bring them to a sanctuary city. Then put them in a black community. No, or in Chicago, you close all the schools in black areas. But the only time you're going to open them, Brandon Johnson is when you want to put migrants there. No. But when they tell you, hey, well, open this up for our kids. Black Americans deserve the same respect as any other American in this country. And one thing I have learned in life, people will treat you the way you allow them to. I'm going to repeat that again. People will treat you the way you allow them to. The reason why we are disrespected because we allow it. When you stay quiet and don't push back, that's when they will continue to do it. When they come to you about this voter suppression crap because you want to set it out 2024, you fire right back and say, go tell the Muslims that. They're abandoning Biden. They're saying they're sitting it out. Go over there and tell them something. You don't tell them about voter suppression? Get out of my face because you're disrespecting me at this point. I don't want to hear that crap. Where you're, go talk to them. They're pretty loud about it. They say they are not voting for Biden. And black folks got a lot more issues with Biden than even they do. And I'm not against the Muslim for that. They have, they, they have their reasons and they have their rights. They say voting rights, voting is a right. You have a right to vote. You have a right not to vote. It's just that simple. Voting isn't mandatory. Now, voter suppression is this. Preventing someone from voting, physically preventing them from voting, Right? You're trying to block them from, from casting a ballot. Voter suppression is give, you know, giving people like fake websites to register to vote, and that's not really what it is. Okay. But most people know how to register to vote in this country if they want to, locally. Most people. Okay? So when they use that term voter suppression, if, it, if voter suppression was such a thing in this country, it would have been handled already. Millions of people want to vote if they want to, but see, this is the problem with the Biden administration. They worried about people sitting it out. 
Well, for black people, we don't have no dog in this fight. Now, of course, Boulay Martin would say we do, but we don't. You offer nothing to black people and telling us that Trump, what he going to do, I don't care right now. I'm not worried about Trump. Because at least some things Trump was tr- talking about, it'll help black people in Chicago. We have a right to stand up for ourselves as a community. And it's time for us to continue the energy that we have to stand up for ourselves. We understand that the minority coalition days are over. We understand that we all, we're going to do it ourselves. And we've been doing it ourselves from, from day one. We understand that our voice is for us. Our fight is for us. We understand that greatly. And I'm no, I'm, I'm loving to see more and more brothers and sisters get on code with that. But right now, all we got to do is hold our peace. Listen, the ball's in our court right now. We in a great position. You think we in a bad position? We're not. We're in a great position because we're not losing anything. If Biden get, get, uh, 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 he lose, we don't lose anything. That's the thing. We lose nothing at all. We have to show them multiple election cycles that they cannot, cannot, cannot depend on us to show up for them no more because of their disrespect for us, for them giving things to everybody else, but black people. No. And then you, you clearly see the agenda. It's not even hidden that they are trying to do everything for everybody else, but black folks. We're saying you can do whatever you want to do for other people. We just not going to participate in helping you do it. That's all we'll participate. If you won't give us up, and if they try to tell you, well, you know, you, you can't be just all transactional. Oh no, we live in a transactional society. All that benevolent, this and that. We don't trust none of you politicians. All of you are liars that bought and paid for. And that's understandable. Fine. Since we know you're liars, corrupt, bought and paid for, then we got to deal with you in a transactional manner. It's just that simple. That's all you understand. So don't ever feel bad about that. They don't want to pay reparations. Say, I'm not voting for you then. Well, it can't just be about reparations. It's more than other things to vote for. I don't care. I want reparations. It's just that simple. Reparations has to still be the conversation. On top of anti-black hate crime has to be uh, a bill. has to be the conversation. If not, we could sit it out 2024, 2028, and then what? The next four years after that don't matter. It's all good. We have nothing but time on our side. These other groups, they get bothered. And, and you know, like say we, we, we have should have been done this on time ago. Just, just paying attention and, and, and say, okay, you, all y'all doing this. No problem. We got it. We got it. But don't let nobody shame you, put you down or anything like that. It's time for us to look out for us. Look out for self. Understand by doing that, that's going to show people your work. You see, let me tell you something. Sometimes people don't appreciate you until you're gone. You understand? When you're there, they they can overlook you, dismiss you, not even appreciate you. But when you're gone, you know, there's a the statement say absence make the heart grow fonder. When you're gone, they say, oh, boy, I miss them. Oh, they used to do this. Oh, they used to say that. God, I wish I could see them again. 
And that's what we have to do as black people. We have to be absent. Even though I know wherever we try to go, or no matter what we're trying to do, everybody following, everybody looking, oh, let me go see what the blacks talking about. I know it, it, it's annoying. I know it's annoying. But we can politically be absent for a time until they, until they get the act right. And then once they get the act right, we can be politically, you know, around again. You know what I'm saying? The fact is, I think the only way they could possibly win again, I was thinking about the Democrats, they would definitely have to get on code and they would have to have an on code black person to do it. I think at this, at this kind of juncture, um, anybody else won't save them. Cause actually even when Obama was in office, America's image was a lot better than what it is today. Even though Obama didn't do nothing for us, but even America's image was, was, was a lot better. Like America's image is, is worse off now than when it was when Trump was in office. With the, with the two, pay, you know what I'm saying? But we're going to keep looking at this and, and uh, I'm looking at a few things going on in Chicago. We'll touch back on that again uh, sometime this week. But do not feel bad by sitting out 2024. Don't. Because these people do not prioritize us. They don't care about us. You clearly see it. It's not about their words. It's about their actions. And their actions say benign neglect black people. And that's fine. We are benign neglect you in 2024.